As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Ready, steady, go. Good morning, my listeners. This is Victor Doctor, and this is Good Morning BSS World Podcast. Another episode and another with my special guest, who today is Paweł Panowicz, APAC Delivery Lead in SoftSurf, Poland. Welcome, Paweł. Welcome, Victor. Welcome, everybody online. Do you know what are those? I think I know quite well. Drumsticks. Yeah, uh, I've got drumsticks in my hands. And uh, uh, the reason of that is that both of us, Paweł and I, we are drum players. Uh, although I am staying in Warsaw, he is staying in uh, Wrocław. Uh, but this is one of our hobbies, which we share. The other hobby which we have is are actually the business support services. And in this case, we are moving into IT world. Uh, But as I described your position, uh, there is APAC Delivery Lead. What does APAC mean? So um, APAC is a shortcut from Asia Pacific. Um, So it's to describe the area uh, in a globe, which consists as as for uh, like the the name, uh, Asia and the Pacific region, which consists Australia, New Zealand, uh, Indonesia, uh, and of course, all Asian, all, all Asian countries like uh, Malaysia, Singapore, uh, India, uh, Japan, everything in the region. Uh, and all this is called APAC. But you are staying in Poland. And uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but usually it is like that, that companies from APAC region are supporting or servicing or providing services to the countries or to their clients who are based all around the world, including Europe. In your case, it is the opposite way around. Am I wrong? Yeah, that's that's exactly how it is. Uh, interestingly, it's a the time difference is that we start uh, that they are starting before us. So usually, everybody are uh, um, used to the working to the late hours. In our case, uh, we have to work early hours, which in Poland um, is quite good uh, um, uh, difference because. Uh, a lot of people like to start early and, and have the rest of the day uh, for their family and kids and doing some hobby stuff, like playing drums, in my case and your case. Um, so that's, uh, that's quite a positive from my perspective, and that's what we do. Okay, and what's the time difference? It's like six, seven hours? Yeah, depending on the time, uh, uh, depending on the summer or winter time, it's uh, around six hours. 
Okay, so uh, we know already some kind of uh, geography and timing connectivity between Asia and Europe, but the the purpose of your activities in that region of the world are um, IT services. What kind of services uh, actually do you provide over there? So this, the services uh, are exactly the same what we have in profile as a software. So uh, we are able to uh, provide full projects uh, from definition of uh, backlog like the customer have the idea uh, to uh, some outsourcing and supporting their teams if they need. But we are focusing a bit more in the region uh, on so-called fintech. Uh, and the fintech uh, is the uh, banks, but also including insurance, all the companies which are uh, working around uh, money, we call it, we can call it like this, but also uh, What's more is that the companies who are using the technology to be uh, in a lead position to, to take advantage from the technology to help themselves and also the customers um, to bring be- better value in, a, in, a, in, a, in their offerings. Okay, so we already have a few words from you once it comes to the types of the services which you are providing to the fintech uh, industry. Uh, mm, Maybe let's take one step back. How did it happen that actually a company from Poland uh, appeared in the APAC uh, region? Was it always on your uh, line of um, uh, of your services that you always wanted to be present in the APAC region? Or actually this just came, for example, um, behind the, the, the your selling process to one of your clients or something like that? How, how did it mm-hmm. happen? How, what was mm-hmm. the start point? The start point was one of the customers. So SoftServe uh, began her uh, his um, journey uh, as a as an IT company in uh, uh, working for the customers from US, and this was our uh, baseline when 27 years ago the first uh, General Electric project happened. Now, throughout the years, uh, we of course were gaining more customers in uh, United States, and because we were a company from Europe. Uh, naturally, uh, we were starting to looking for uh, projects uh, in Europe as, as this was our base. And also, European market was growing uh, within the IT business. So, a uh, couple of years ago, when we had those two markets quite well established, uh, and we had uh, a customer from the Singapore, uh, the, 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 which we have uh, until now. We, uh, the, the story was that SoftServe acquired Polish uh, company from Bialystok. Uh, and one of their customers was uh, the customer from Singapore. So this is how it started that we've uh, begun to have a customers in that region. Mm, yeah. Throughout a couple of years, uh, con- we continued working with the customer. And internally, uh, one, two uh, very brave gentlemen uh, who were already uh, heading, one of them was John King, who was heading a uh, sales uh, department uh, in Europe. The other one was Alexei Merkulov, who was uh, and who is still heading uh, the biggest account in the software, uh, which is Cisco. Um, decided together that there is a good idea. The APEC region is quite uh, advanced uh, within the IT. It's also huge market with a lot of opportunities. If we have already a customer there, why not to uh, move there? They did, of course, some background research. We started preparations and more than a year ago, we established our legal entity in Singapore. Uh, John have moved together with uh, our sales, di- sales director 
uh, Alfie to Singapore. Uh, so we started with two people. Uh, currently, there is already three people in, in Singapore and we are growing, uh, hiring and also moving some people from, from Europe. And also throughout the, the year, we, we acquired a few more customers. Uh, so main reasons, as I mentioned, uh, we had already customers. Uh, and the second uh, very important one was that we saw huge potential and we still see huge potential in this region in terms of working with the uh, brightest and uh, fastest uh, companies uh, in IT world. So let me summarize it and uh, understand it uh, well. So you started to your legal entity over there in, in Singapore. You have already a couple of guys over there who are in place and their role is most probably just to represent the business and also to sell the services. But the service delivery is actually being done from Poland. Yes, it is. Yes, okay. exactly. So that was uh, a strategic move from SoftServe. Um, we want to grow Poland. We are well established in uh, in Ukraine. We have also quite good office in uh, Bulgaria. Uh, we are growing in Poland, uh, but we want to grow faster. The best way is to, of course, force um, business to have to work with Poland. So the idea uh, when we were establishing uh, uh, APAC business was that the sales will be locally. Uh, and the delivery will be from Poland. That's why I was uh, brought to the picture. Uh, and my goal and my still uh, main uh, main uh, purpose is to build the team, create uh, environment, uh, work out on the processes, understand the work and the uh, the, the culture of, of APAC, uh, create the processes to allow people from Poland easily work with the region, um, uh, uh, hire uh, managers. Managers have to hire than the team and currently. So we started with only me in Poland and currently we already have uh, around uh, 10 people and the pipeline, uh, which we have uh, already is uh, probably will finish around 40 or 50 people uh, in the uh, unit. But of course, for our customers, it's not only people from our unit, but also we use our uh, uh, resources from other units and, and who are currently available in a company, uh, but solely employed for the unit, it's going to be around 40 people. So it's quite a, quite a growth and uh, quite a, quite a, quite action to, to get there. So come on, moving times. from, moving from 10 to 50 people, it is quite significant growth, I would say. Yeah. And that's a lot ever... of challenges, of course. Oh yeah, definitely. Have you ever been to Singapore? So if you all are, are supporting this, uh, this region, did you ever go there? So I haven't been in Singapore, but I have been in Indonesia. So when we started um, exactly one year ago, all, over one year ago, it's, it's probably yeah, it's currently one and a half year almost because it was January uh, last year. Uh, the COVID came. Uh, I have uh, had a good chance and it, I, I think it was a complete luck that uh, our first custom, one of the first customers, which we have the first projects, new projects, a new customer was from Indonesia. Uh, so I went, it was end of uh, February, beginning of March, where, uh, when, when I went to Indonesia exactly for a project, uh, together with two technical guys uh, from our side. And just after my uh, return, uh, all the borders went close and all the uh, COVID uh, 
have have grown uh, in the numbers of cases, and that's why all the countries came uh, to the conclusion that the lockdown is necessary. That's why it blocked me from being in Singapore, and currently Singapore from over one year is still in in a locked position. They are a very small country, so also they are trying to uh, preserve uh, as much as possible. They are doing it well. So I'm still looking forward uh, when everything will uh, be unlocked, when we will be vaccinated and then uh, the world will uh, start forgetting about the whole pandemic case. Other than that, I would probably be already like 15 times there, right? Because of the customers and all the interviews. So that's a pity, but it's a new world. So we have to find uh, new ways uh, how to engage with customers. This is also quite interesting topic. I am more than sure that once you go there, you will love the city, the city, the country, because this is actually the, the, how we should describe this location on the global map. Uh, I've been to Singapore a couple of years ago, and I must say that I love the, the city, the organization of the city, the downtown, uh, the, the cars, fantastic cars, which are on the streets and magnificent uh, food. But anyway, let's come back to our main uh, subject. If you already have... Uh, an illegal entity over there. You are already having a couple of clients. You are delivering the service. So the services are being delivered by certain group of people. What kind of skills uh, do this does this team have? So uh, who are you looking for actually to join your team to provide good quality services to uh, your clients in the APAC region? Mm -hmm. um, I wouldn't say that it's much more different than from uh, looking for uh, people in, in other uh, regions. Definitely, you look for the best talents. Uh, there is one thing which definitely um, is important here, uh, which is a certain feel uh, for cultural difference and uh, cert 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 certain openness to look uh, how others behave differently than us, learn that, and also use it um, in the in the day-to-day -day communication. Uh, because uh, that is one of the biggest differences uh, which I observed. I was working uh, in my career, I have been working for many years in, in telco industry, and, and uh, I, have customer, I had customers from Europe, as well from uh, North Africa region, from uh, South America, so I have been in the multicultural projects already. By the way, that's quite of a twist of the history. My first project after my graduation, when I joined Nokia Siemens Networks uh, over 10 years ago, was BangLalink in Bangladesh. And after three months uh, or four months being in the company, my first delegation ever in my life was two weeks in Dhaka. Uh, in Bangladesh. So somehow this Asia popped up already that day uh, and said uh, that was my first customer and uh, for quite a, uh, a few months or even a year I was working for, for them. Uh, so I acquainted already uh, some sense of the cultural uh, differences. I was there in Dhaka as well. So this set also my view on how world is different for, for a guy who was 20 uh, some years uh, living in one country, working in one country, changing and, and looking how, how people in a totally different uh, environment works and live was quite mind-opening. Uh, so then I came back and more most of my customers were in Europe. Then I transitioned to London. And then after years, again, come back to APAC. So uh, this twist uh, was already somewhere in my life. And this, uh, this cultural sense and... Uh, mm, 
kind of an empathy which you have to have is uh, is definitely very important uh people in our team uh most of them uh, uh have already some experience in living in other, other countries uh so that this is something some factor which we definitely uh look into it uh, and looking forward that people uh, with such experience uh, because they understand from the day one they understand uh how to approach different custom the customers from the region right that uh, the way customer is uh, transferring the information especially nowadays when you cannot travel sit with the customer sit with the person on the other side uh, chit chat about daily stuff feel him uh, as a person you then definitely are much better in the sensing uh, what uh, the person on the other side is is willing to say you just have the monitor and then this is definitely something which is uh, much more difficult so you have to pay attention to those details uh, around how they transfer the information if they are not uh, they usually are not so straightforward right they don't want to hurt you they don't want to offend you this is also something very important it's also how we deliver the information we have to also be very uh, sensitive to that so so this is this is one of the topics which we look into it other than that of course uh, standard things bright thing agile uh, willing to learn new things and execute the work as humans we're naturally driven by the search for better but when it comes to hiring the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all don't search match with indeed when i was looking to hire someone it was so slow and overwhelming i wish i had used indeed if you need to hire you need indeed indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com/podcast. That's indeed.com/podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lol. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com. That's chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW report were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18+. Plus. Okay. When uh, we are talking about being present on the foreign markets, uh, usually one of the questions which come to our mind is the competition. Yeah, because mm-hmm. okay, working for the clients who are next doors, it is much easier to understand the competitors market. How it is in your case? Uh, is it hard actually to find yourselves uh, so long distance from the delivery center because if your client is mm-hmm. over there the delivery center is in here a few thousand kilometers ahead different time zones how how does your approach to the competitiveness uh, looks like now mm-hmm. the competition is huge uh, generally it world uh main the competitor even for the companies from Poland who are operating in U- uh, European Union in London and the Great Britain or US 
the main competition comes from India. It's no difference uh, in, in APAC, of course, because even India is much closer. It's like a local stuff for them, right? So the India is like a preferred uh, vendor. Mm, same in Indonesia. Indonesia is also a huge country. Uh, they have also internally quite a uh, quite big market. Mm, so I would say that main competi- competitor, uh, other than local resources, if we, for example, speak with customers from India or Malaysia, or... Uh, it's India, of course. Uh, and here, there is not much bigger... Dif- okay, the difference is always there, but uh, the things which we are using to um, differentiate ourselves are similar to what we do also for the customer in the US or in Europe when we are being compared with uh, with India, right? Uh, so we are playing the ball, which we are good at, uh, is the um, technolo- technology advancement of our people. Uh, in SoftServe, we are definitely putting a lot of attention um, to growing and uh, that our uh, employees, uh, our people uh, are on the edge of the new technology and that they are the best, um, that they are getting the best uh, um, trainings which we can do uh, and that they are gaining the best experience. And that's what we use also as a differentiator and that is what works. Because we, as Sosera, uh, as one of the biggest Google partners uh, in US, this is also almost the same in uh, in in, uh, in APAC. APAC is even, I would say, much faster in transition. Mm, it's kind of similar, like 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 we had a situation in Poland uh, some years ago uh, with um, GSM coverage, because the GSM went came to our country quite late. We started from a different uh, position, right? And we grow. So if we compare, for example, GSM and or LTE or generally mobile coverage in Poland compared to Germany, for example, we are in much better position. Our service delivered to uh, people is cheaper and in a better quality than Germany. And this is because when we started. And this is also something which is visible in the market uh, in, in APAC. There are, of course, some countries like Japan or Hong Kong uh, which they are advanced in general uh, because of the history. But uh, a lot of countries started a little bit later. And now they, because of the size uh, of those countries and, and the market, and also because of the bright people they have, uh, they are growing and they are uh, moving with really great pace. So, for example, Indonesia, they have uh, four or five uh, unicorns already, which is like uh, Gojek. Uh, or Kalapak, uh, and those companies are, uh, even though they are working in the transportation or e-commerce uh, or f- um, uh, fintech world, they are driven by technology. And the technology is something which is in the core of those companies. And that's why also cloud, big data, machine learning, those stuff is not, uh, th- those um, uh, things are not different from them. They are, it's like a basic tools they use. And also they need the best guys who can help them to advance. And uh, from one hand side, they are on the verge, but from the other hand side, we are closer to the to the center, like to Google, to US. We are working in with those countries uh, since years. So we also naturally also have people who are very uh, advanced uh, in those technologies and areas. And that's why our services are being valued in the region, because we are coming from with the experience. They don't have to learn. They take us, we learn them, we, th- uh, we teach them, sorry. Uh, and it's uh, very often uh, like uh, uh, working together. We are 
rarely coming to do the project completely. It's more that they are also requiring that the, the people from the from the from the APAC, their approach to doing the project is that okay, you bring the technology, you bring the knowledge, but you have to teach us. So this is like a, uh, a common like a partners. We are working very often more like a partners than the customer and, and the vendor uh, relationship. Mm-hmm. And besides this uh, teaching. Uh what are the main things which um, the clients from the APAC region um, uh, take into consideration? Are those costs, for example, because for some of the uh, clients, the cost is the most important and then all the rest, or it's rather mm-hmm. quality or maybe something else? Uh, the, the answer is uh, very usual. It depends. Uh, but I think I can say that two things are usually in a game. The cost is, of course, something which uh, all everybody are looking into it. Um, but in most projects, because we are, uh, it's difficult to compete uh, based on the costs only within India and people who are in the region, of course. Um, so we are usually uh, uh, engaging in the areas where we are definitely better position in terms of a technology uh, and our people and our experience is much higher and we know it uh, because customer couldn't find anybody else and they are coming to us or by some reference uh, and we are being referenced as a gcp expert or the big data migration expert or maybe like um, the, the the request is to deliver proper uh, machine learning uh, model and this is also something which we have been done since many years so that's why we we, we are we are uh, in a good position to to be in such discussions so two things are always in the game we are trying to be in the uh, in the quality and the experience uh, uh, side uh, it's it's rather difficult uh, to be in the quality although in the cost although it happens that um, we with our quality and our experience, we are able to uh, do the same work with shorter timeline and with less resources than our competition. And that's also sometimes the case that uh, then we can uh, work on the on the also on the on the price level, right? So the time yeah. delivery. Yeah. Okay, uh, Pavel. The last but not least, uh, but let's take a look into the future. Uh, because we know where you started, we know where you are. You already mentioned that the team is going to grow up to 50 people, most probably in the short mm-hmm. period of time. But when it comes to the growth of the market as it is, uh, as uh, as we are now talking about the APAC region, do you think that uh, this is rather um, going to be a slow grow? or we are going to experience rather faster growth of uh, delivering services from such region, like, for example, from Poland? I think it's going to be rather fast. Um, it, Of course, it depends on how we, as a, uh, people from Poland, adapt and, and learn and uh, use the the tips and tricks which are being shared by our customers. And I think this is the biggest blocker uh, or roadblock uh, to, for the fast growth to understand the communication, to understand the needs and deliver those uh, responses to those needs. But uh, as I look into the region and as I look into the opportunities they create um, and the solutions which they create, 
I think they will have a really huge demand on the on the best talents and people who can help them with building and inventing. Uh, so helping, they have ideas and they need someone who can uh, make it happen. Mm, so I see here a huge potential, really. Uh, because uh, as, as mentioned before, US, Europe, we are quite advanced already. We are, even though we are well established and our uh, companies are, since many years uh, doing the IT transformations, still the demand in EU and US and then the Great Britain, it's huge. Uh, it's still more uh, than we can deliver. Uh, so imagine that you have countries like Indonesia, 270 million people, over 5,000 islands. Uh, the problems and the challenges or opportunities which they have are much different than what we have in Europe. Uh, and the amount of those opportunities is... Uh, at least the same size that we have in uh, in our region, yeah, I, I I think even bigger. They are growing and they are they are growing faster because they are advancing uh, faster and they, they have a more. Uh, in some areas, they have more uh, to do. In some areas, uh, like uh, for example, fintech, uh, I have a feeling that they are mm, already much more advanced because the they are not so conservative in some areas as we are in Europe, right? Like the banks, which uh, are over 100 years old, and uh, we have the processes, you know, changing those processes, changing the behavior. It's just a huge technological debt. There, they started around 60s, 70s. So they are not so far, but they see that the technology is something which then can push them even uh, further uh, than they are right now. That was actually my uh, extra question uh, about if this is only fintech, or, but you already mentioned that this is just one of many. So uh, probably the other industries uh, outside of the financial world, so including banks, insurances and those uh, type, uh, they are also um, open for these kind of partnerships, international partnerships, which might help them to grow the technology support in those activities which they do provide to the market. Yeah, and even I would say that uh, the, the, the good example is uh, Gojek, mm, yeah, the Indonesian uh, huge uh, company. They, they were founded a couple of years ago, but they are already uh, a unicorn. They are using uh, own uh, benefits and own uh, already uh, established position to grow in other um, areas. For example, they started as a kind of a Uber of those uh, of Indonesia. Instead of uh, cars, they are using uh, scooters. So even uh, this is this kind of company that the name of the company is currently being used for the service. So if you order a, a scooter uh, to drive you somewhere, you order a Gojek. Even if this is a competitor, you order a Gojek. So this is like um, uh, this type of company, and they started from this uh, uh, from this model, business model. Uh, of course, it was backed up by application. That was the main thing which uh, boosted their um, uh, their in the in the region and the position and the growth because they had this uh, application where everybody can have it on the mobile phone, easily order. But the problem of Indonesia is that not many people are yet, if you compare the whole uh, amount of people living in Indonesia, not many um, in percentage have access to the banking. Uh, but you have to pay for everything every day. Uh, so instead of using money, if you have already 
almost everybody using your application and you have a, such a huge uh, subscriber uh, base, they started thinking, okay, let's use it and start delivering, for example, other services on our platform. Maybe let's use our Gojex to deliver some service that you can order a guy who can take some stuff for you, grocery, even go to the government, wait in a line and take care of some topics which you cannot do because you are at home or you have the position which allows you to pay somebody to do it. Or even go further, let's create some fintech wallet, for example. And they did it. They created own wallet. When they had a wallet, they created an option that you can use the Gojek driver to top up your wallet. So you can give him the money and the guy is topping up your account. So they are very innovative in innovative way coming out from own business model to create to to enter totally different or theoretically well-established business model of, of banks and fintech but from the different perspective and different angle right using the technology and using the base of the customers which they already have so this is something which is uh, for me quite extraordinary when you see such a huge country and totally different way of thinking right which was would be probably not possible in Europe because everybody had, for example, banking. So that's why I'm saying that in this region, there are some things which are being done differently, which creates opportunities uh, much more different than we have here. We started with SoftSurf. We are ending with Gojek. Uh, fantastic story, by the way, uh, about how the business grew. But I would uh, like to just finalize it with one uh, final question about uh, SoftSurf in APAC region. So do mm -hmm. you plan actually besides those commercial presence in Singapore to have also operation center of uh, SoftSurf over there? Yes, yes, definitely. So currently we are starting with uh, Poland and uh, just to mention the 40 people which we are uh, looking for, it's going to be Python developers, Java developers, the people who will deliver the business. Uh, so we are heavily uh, recruiting on this field because uh, in fintech world, especially those uh, technologies are our uh, main ones uh, due to well-established processes and well-established and most of the um, applications are written in Java in terms of the AI, machine learning, then Python is the, is the king. So that's why we are looking here. But we are also aware that uh, being here is not enough, especially in a, in a COVID times when you cannot be there physically, you cannot take someone, put into the plane. Nowadays, it would be not a problem, right? If you have a customer meeting in one week, and you need somebody technically uh, technically, or uh, some architect or BA to be able to discuss with the customer on the different level than you can as a manager, then you just take him, put him into the plane, five hours, done. Uh, today, it's it's not a case. And we don't know how quickly it will become uh, again possible. Uh, so we see that there is a demand and we are already um, first. Uh, so we are doing this into streams. First, we want to have uh, the, the that the team on site will have a soft serve uh, feeling and soft serve quality and soft serve way of delivering things because we believe that uh, we are doing it uh, very well and uh, this is being uh, well recognized on the market so we have to make sure that whatever we build on site will reflect uh, our core values so we'll move some people and we already um, this is like a process ongoing or some people already have visas and we'll transfer uh, once uh, that uh, the travel uh, for such people will be possible 
uh, to Singapore and they will form core uh, team. We'll have a designer, we'll have a BA, we'll have a solution architect, cloud architect. Uh, and on top of that, we also started um, uh, recruitment locally in Singapore. And we also want to have a program manager, also some solution architect, which is local, uh, which have a connection to the um, to the companies from the inside, but also understand the market, understand the culture. And those people will be, let's say, we will connect our experience with their knowledge. And this, we believe, will be the best uh, mixture. And this will help us to thrive and then and speed up even the growth uh, beyond what we have right now. So answering the questions, yes, we plan. And even further, we already are doing it. And besides that, we also have partners. So it's quite difficult to build very quickly a uh, presence in Indonesia, for example, when you need to have like 10 people or 15 people uh, in a project and customer is asking that 50% needs to be uh, local. So we also established uh, some uh, partnership uh, and we are using uh, local resources uh, from those partners uh, before we are able to build the whole own, own, own the office and then the presence there. I think it was the first episode when uh, I was saying this is the last question. This is the last question. This <laughs> is the last question. So, and so, so we had a couple of the last questions. Uh, Pavel, it was uh, great to have you on my show. So thank you very much. And now uh, let's say goodbye and let's play some drums. Thanks for having me. It's a great show. Thank you, everybody. See you. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com podcast. That's Indeed.com podcast. Terms and conditions apply.